When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body. Through powerful tools such as mindfulness, stress reduction techniques, and mindful movement, you'll learn to eat, move, feel, and live in the moment. Visit www.fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by award-winning dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita, and let's begin. Welcome to episode 51 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and food peace promoter. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I hope this episode gives you a chance to have a kind of a respite from the typical things we're going to be hearing. If you're listening to this podcast, When it's released um, in January of 2017, I know you're knee deep in National Dieting Month. Oh, I can't stand National Dieting Month. It's when I get um, in my office the most calls for helping people to lose weight. And I have to do a lot of um, communication on how we are a group of dietitians at Birdhouse Nutrition Therapy that doesn't focus on weight loss. We help people experience more uh, food peace and health without using the scale as a measure of progress. And um, we still get lots of calls around this time of year. And so if you are someone who basically you've gotten to this point where you accept, you know, diets don't work for me, well, you are going to really appreciate this episode. And if you are someone who's not quite at that place where you're ready to say goodbye to diets, I still think this episode will be insightful for you. We have a letter writer who is at diet rock bottom and needs help as she transitions forward because, you know, by not dieting, it can feel like you are just letting yourself go. So what is someone to do? I'm really excited to share my thoughts on this. And also, I wanted to fill you in on just something I'm going to be doing throughout the month of January and maybe even after that too. Um, I know that the conversations around food and movement during January is just so much 
focus into um, losing weight and I want to provide um, a source that is different. And so if you search for the hashtag food peace, you'll find that I'm going to be um, doing a lot of so- social media on that and giving you some other things to consider, some things to help you just continue to move away from diets and reclaim your health. And the other thing I wanted to mention is I do have a food peace newsletter that I release every Monday. Oh, excuse me, not Monday. (laughs) I release it every Tuesday and I have for about a year and a half now. So every Tuesday, I have the privilege of giving you a a newsletter chocked full of body positive messages. So if you're looking for a a way to connect to food peace, the messages um, that I like to talk about on the Love Food Podcast, you can get more of that just by signing up for my email newsletter. And you get that just by going on my website. It's juliedillonrd.com. In the show notes, I have an easy link for you as well. So you can go ahead and just click there. And I just send it once a week and that's it. I won't send you anything else. Um, And I promise it's always going to be something that is free from uh, body hate and um, an alternative to dieting. So enough about me. I'm excited for you to hear this week's letter. Let's get to it. Dear food, Hey food, what's up, you sneaky bastard, you? That's right, this is where I am. Smack in the beginning of true self-aware recovery and a long way into my disordered eating history. Something finally clicked for me this week and I realized I was just so totally and utterly through with dieting, but also with so much more. I'm ready to be cool with myself and my body and eventually totally love it. Maybe not every day, but most, you know? But I'm here with food, seeing it as enemy number one. This doesn't stop me from eating it. And now that I'm right out of this restrict binge cycle and just eating for Christ's sakes, I'm eating maybe more than what is healthy. Actually, not sure about the last sentence or what that even means, but regardless, food, you scare the shit out of me. If I let go... It could mean letting myself go, and I clearly haven't gotten to the point in my recovery where I honor myself, period, regardless of size. So food, well, I was just going to ask that you be gentle with me, but I guess I realize that's where the analogy kind of ends, right? Food is going to be food. In a way, that's kind of cool. It's easier, less variables to deal with. I guess that's what meant by food neutrality. It really is me, not food, that can grow, change. Sincerely, I'm watching you. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body. Through powerful tools such as mindfulness, stress reduction techniques, and mindful movement, you'll learn to eat, move, feel, and live in the moment. Visit www.fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Thanks for your note, letter writer. And I'm really excited to read that you're moving away from dieting. And I get the sense from your letter that you have experienced 
what we call diet rock bottom. A lot of people talk about rock bottom when it comes to addictions, when people are at the lowest point with their relationship with alcohol or some kind of drug. And I feel like people also get to this point with dieting, with the experience of dieting, when they get to this place of awareness that if I keep doing the same thing over again and expect a different outcome, well, then I'm just going to be going bonkers because it's just not going to happen. And so being at diet rock bottom is a really tough, lonely, hopeless place for many people. And um, I also feel like it's a place where you can only move up. And what I get from your letter is that you're in this period of transition. You know, you've, you're at the bottom and you're looking forward and you're needing some hands to hold you to kind of get back up on your feet and move in the direction that you want to go. So I want to do that. And this is a really tricky time of year. If you're listening to this podcast when it's initially released in January, well, everyone is talking about dieting or some kind of self-improvement, whether it's a diet or a detox or exercise regimen. And I feel like it's a tough time to not get sucked into the seductive fantasy of dieting. And, you know, something that I know to be true is that dieting can feel really hopeful. It can feel like, man, I finally got my shit together. Things are going to get better. Um, and everyone's going to know I have my shit together, especially once I lose that weight. You know, I feel like dieting has that kind of overall message that it's it's going to be all right. But for you, letter writer, and I would gather for many people listening who are also at diet rock bottom, you kind of have the wool taken off your eyes. I don't know if I got that, that saying right or that cliche right, but I feel like your your awareness now is like, wait, um, this is really just a fantasy. Because when it comes down to it, we know for probably about 5% of the population who diets, they will be able to maintain that weight loss after five years, no matter which method you're looking at. So um, unless you're in that 5%, you know, it's just statistically, it's not going to happen. So one of the first things that I want you to do, letter writer, and for anyone listening who's either at diet rock bottom or just about there, is when you start to feel that seduction of a diet, especially during the new year, and you're feeling that pool of, well, this is a healthy choice for me. I want you to really consider what is healthy, you know, define healthy. And in that definition, do you include weight cycling or that yo-yo experience of your weight going up and down that happens with dieting? Do you include an obsession? You know, is something that makes your brain totally just focused on um, this one outcome and keeps you from really focusing on anything else in your life? And when I say obsession, I do mean like a pathological kind of obsession. And does this healthy also include isolation that often happens with dieting? I know when I read um, other websites or listen to blogs about weight loss, because I do 
watch out <laughs> for you guys. I li listen and read all these other things just so I can know what people are saying. And a lot of times I do encourage people to say no to social obligations or to do things where they isolate themselves from the eating experiences just to stay on the diet. And is isolation and removing yourself from relationships, is that healthy? And I think I can answer for all of us to say that those three things are not. Those are not lifelong habits that promote health, that promote happiness, that promote well-being. So for you letter writer and anyone listening who can identify with this letter, I would encourage you to redefine for yourself what healthy means. You know, what is healthy eating? What is healthy living? It may be different than what you've been fed all your life. And I define healthy eating and healthy living is a life that's connecting to others, to experiences, to challenges, to joy. I also define healthy eating as a kind choice. You know, when a person is hungry, I think it's a kind choice to actually eat. <laughs> and I, I say that kind of laughing because it seems so, um, I can't think of a better word, but normal. It just seems like that's just the way we're designed to be as humans. But I realize there are a lot of people who think they need to go hungry in order to be healthy. And there's no way a long-term solution to health includes ignoring or punishing your hunger. I also think healthy eating and healthy living includes compassion. So when we make mistakes in our choices, when we pick a food that ends up not feeling as energizing as we thought it would, or if we end up binging, or if we end up restricting, if we do these things that are behaviors that we know are inconsistent with our definition of health, we need to also be compassionate. You know, these are tricky things to navigate. It's also a tricky time of year. So whenever you're reflecting back on your choices, no matter what the choice was, I encourage you to interject a compassionate response. And with all that being said, I know it is really tough to navigate our world where dieting is normal eating. And as you move from diet rock bottom to healing your relationship with food, Keep in mind for most people that takes about a year or more, um, if there's a binge eating experience or any kind of eating disorder going on, um, it probably is going to take much longer than that. And I hate that. I'm sorry. And um, I just have found that to be true working with lots of people in this process. So the reason why you need that compassion is because in order to find out the best way for you to define health, you have to make a, a lot of mistakes to get there. It's the only way you'll get the data to know what to do. So um, if you're choosing in 2017 to not diet, which I am really excited if that's something that you're choosing to do, no matter what your eating choices look like, no matter what your movement choices look like, Choosing to not diet is not letting yourself go. Choosing to not diet is never letting yourself go. It's not a passive process. It's not being lazy or um, 
a gluttonous kind of experience, using that kind of rationale is a very black and white uh, type of thought process. And in the psychology world, we call that a cognitive distortion, although it is a really normal reaction to moving away from diets. So if you get that kind of instinct by choosing not to diet, I want you to tell yourself this, I'm not letting myself go, I'm letting myself be. And by letting myself be, I'm going to be able to experience health, joy, compassion, and well-being. So, food has written you back. Letter writer, I appreciate your time it took to write this letter. I'm really excited to hear about the next steps for you. Again, I do believe you can only move forward now. You know, you've gotten to that rock bottom. So keep us posted. I really love hearing about how things are going after I read a letter. So please keep us posted. Until then, take care. Dear watching you, hello there. We know you're suspicious of us. Please know we are not the enemy. We only want you to experience nourishment, connection, health, and peace. Focus on how you want to experience health and redefine it. Your definition may not look like society's message of health, yet their toxic lies haven't provided what they promised. Looking ahead, there will be stumbles and mountains to climb, yet the view will be glorious. You will finally see yourself. Love food. Do you have a complicated relationship with food and want to change? I want to help. Send your dear food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to read about your experiences soon. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Love Food Series. Have you enjoyed the show, or would you like to give me feedback? I welcome your thoughts. Please give a review in iTunes and subscribe. This type of kindness helps the show continue. You can also tweet me at eatingpermitrd. Take care. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.